Why are we not recording? I told Shaq you we always Kalu. need to be recording in case I say something. You know how almost every single time we say this is probably going to be our shortest episode? It, it never is. It never is. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. I, I'm thinking it like... It needs to be short, but I wasn't going to say anything because it wouldn't be short if I said it. I, I feel like every time we say it, it's just like a jinx to where it's I told go, you. I said, do we need five questions? And you're like, ah, we'll keep up just in case. Look, I'm I'm hoping that this first we little have part... Three. We just need to not talk so much. What? Five questions We only each. have three. Five. Five. Five questions? Five. Yeah, that was the original. Balu. Shark. Oh, we're not talking about the the fan questions. No, no. no. Okay. And I, I was, did put those in, didn't I? Yeah, I was like, we only have three. Okay. And they're all from the last time I posted, too. Yeah, dude, there's so many. There's so <laughs> many. So many. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to uh, um, Alan's question. Which one was his? The one with the crazy long explanation oh, yeah. of the yeah. thing. And then uh, at the end, he's like, what's your favorite fruit? <laughs> All right, y'all ready to go? I yeah, think so. This is the Always More Podcast. Hello! It is July 13th, and welcome to the Always More Podcast, where we believe there is always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding. Today on the pod, we're talking about sports, British gangsters, <laughs> swimming baths, <laughs> fish storm, and so much more. But first, I'm your host, Harley Bean, and next to me, on my left, I have Timoteo. Hello, hello. And on my right, I have Christoph. Olo. And these are my besties for the westies. Hey. Woo, woo, I like woo, it. woo, 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 woo. Your 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 uh, Gen Z language never fails to disappoint or uh, fail to live up. Excuse me, I'm at the opposite. Never fails to live up to the hype. To not disappoint. To not disappoint. That's always the, no, that fails was right. to disappoint. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, that does make it sense. Fails to disappoint. It fails to disappoint. Oh, okay, yes. yeah. So we were. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, right I, was right, I was right. I was right. <laughs> I doubted myself. <laughs> I just like stared at him, and he was like, "Oh, I said the wrong thing." <laughs> <laughs> the Gen Z glare just. <laughs> Choose your words wisely. Why do we get dragged so much by Gen Z as millennials? I That's my know. question. Like we just want to be because friends. Because half of our guys are idiots. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day. That somebody was like, you know, every time a millennial meets a Gen Zer, they're like, yes, this is friend. <laughs> but every time a Gen Zer meets a millennial, they're like, how's it feel? Have back pain, you old Prozac taking mother. It's like, good lord, the accuracy, but the pain. <laughs> I mean, you're right. We just want to be friends. We we are your older siblings. Now give me back my shirt. <laughs> or whatever older siblings say. Stick a condom in your bag. I don't know. Oh, right. You know, safety first, kids. Safety first. <laughs> oh, oh, very man. good. All right. Well, then let's just go ahead and get into the episode, shall we? Yes. Are, are we, are we going to try to speed through this? I mean... I know we well, always say that, but... Let's uh, see what our record is for today. I think we should try and surpass ourselves until we get to like a five-minute episode one day. <laughs> well, considering how we're already halfway there, I don't think that's ever going to be possible. Oh. <laughs> the intro alone is like a good yeah. <laughs> And we're like, ah, okay, goodbye, everybody. Have a great Welcome week. Welcome and goodbye. <laughs> See you next time. Well, first up, we have Wrecking Red. Tim, what you got? All right, so today I am presenting you guys with a TikToker. Oh. Uh, he is his name is Dan McClellan, and Familiar. he is he is no uh, he he is no um, oh what would you call it? He's he's an incredibly smart man. Let me say it like that. He is a scholar with a PhD in theology and religion. Mm. I discovered him on TikTok, um, and he knows his shit. That, like, yeah, really knows his shit. So it's safe to say he's not on TikTok for the dances. Correct. 
Uh, he, I'm on TikTok for the day. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like what you would call like the most entertaining guy, but he knows how to articulate and express what his point is very well. Yeah. Uh, he knows a lot about the Bible. He knows a lot about religion. He knows a lot about um, a lot of assumptions that we as American Christians especially think about the Bible and Christianity, and he can very well put people in their place. Mm. And it brings me so much joy to watch him online because half of his videos are like super just straight up informational, like he'll present this topic and he'll share a little bit about it or he'll have like a little series. But then half the time, he's like re- rebuttaling against someone else. Like, did when you people know? step up and they're like, oh, I know more than you. And he's right. like, well, you don't. And he always, <laughs> he, always, he always comes at it like, all right, well, let's hear it. And it's like this super, like he's not doing it in a prideful bad way, but like in a prideful like, all right, give it a shot. Right. See what you got, kid. You can try. <laughs> right. You will try. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Dan McClellan, uh, he's on um, TikTok. He also just started his own YouTube channel. And uh, he has this uh, this mantra that he has. He actually has merch with it. And it's probably my new favorite thing in life. It's data over dogma. Mm. And basically, it's like whatever you think you believe, you need to first rely on the data. Um, and mm-hmm. that's a really great cool. philosophy in life. Because not something that many people follow, though. No, no, it's not. Ooh. So yeah, that's my uh, reckon ref. Wow, love that. Cool. You'll have to like put his uh, TikTok thingy in the notes somehow. Oh, I shall. Some way. I shall. We'll, we'll tag him up. Dan McClellan, come for us. Yes. Yeah, please. <laughs> no, actually, well, we're pretty good people, I think. <laughs> He's a polite guy. He's a polite guy. He's but nice. if, if you quite, nice. if you, if you I, I actually follow him as well. He's he's a pretty cool dude. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If if you try to get in his way, he he will politely but brutally put you in your place. Like an intelligent brutal just, kind of yeah. thing. He like I said, he pretty knows sure his people stuff. have like t- shut shut down their TikToks because of him. Oh, deserved. I, like I, when I, it turns into like user one three thousand four hundred fifty yeah. six. Yeah, I've seen the most aggressive religious TikTokers try to debate with him, and it's like mm. they, you don't you don't they, know what you're getting yourself no into. <laughs> you don't know. Nice. <laughs> Love it, Chris. What you got? All right, so mine is actually a show that I discovered on Netflix. Uh, came out a little while ago. I'm not even sure that it actually has a name. And you still haven't watched Ted Lasso, bro. I'm getting mad. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, so this show, <laughs> this show, it's it's more like a, an anthology series where you don't have to watch them in order. There's a bunch of episodes, um, but it is called Oat Studios. Um, you can just search Oat Studios. And it'll pop up. It's kind of like uh, Love, Death, and Robots, but most of it is live action. Hmm. You it, know what he's talking about? No. It's weird. Okay, so Netflix, Oat Studios. Uh, the description is like this. Oat Studios is an independent film studio started in 2017 by Oscar-nominated South African filmmaker Neil Blomkamp. The studio was created with the goal of distributing experimental short films via YouTube and Steam and now Netflix in order to gauge the community for interest and feedback as to which of them are viable for expansion into feature films. Hmm. Actors include Sigourney Weaver, Carly Pope, Charlotte Copley, Jason Cope, Kellen Lutz, Michael Rogers, Jose Pablo Cantillo, and Dakota Fanning. Yeah, I know that. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So basically it's like a studio that people send them ideas or writers will come to them and be like, hey, I've got this idea. And they're like, all right, let's make a short film. And if it does well, we'll try to make it a feature film. Mm. So it's it's a pretty cool, cool yeah. little thing. It's mostly sci-fi type stuff, um, futuristic, dystopian kind of thing. Um, one of them was really intense. Um, but, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Is it in the same vein as like Black Mirror? Yes and no. Um, it's It's like alternate realities a lot of times or like 
far, far into the future. There's one where these uh, robots are basically just like roaming in the desert, and you find out that they're actually prisoners that had their minds put into robots as part of their punishment. Wow. Um, There's one where there's a guy like in Vietnam, like 1960s Vietnam, through the Vietnam War, chasing after this other guy who has superpowers, and the two superpowered beings like end up in this firefight, but it mm. ends before it gets too intense. Mm. Like I said, they're short films just to kind of see what people's interest is. Mm. So it's a, it's a pretty cool concept for a studio. Yeah. And I really liked watching it. There's, I think like 10 episodes and huh. they're mostly like 10 minutes at most. Oh, okay. So it's, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Fascinating. Oak Groovy. Studios. Cool, cool, cool. Love to see it. All right, my Wreck and Rev is kind of like old. I'm so excited about this though for you. Are you just now getting into it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, it's Peaky Blinders. Oh yeah. And- Such a good show. Oh. Such a good show. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> this is like a history person's like oh, yeah. love. It's like no, it's oh, so good. You got gangsters. You got Tom Hardy. You got uh, Cillian Murphy. Yeah. Killian. Killian. Uh, Killian Murphy that set man, in the 1920s. I don't know what it is, but. He's not even like attractive, but that man's attractive. You know what it's, I mean? Yeah, man. Oh. I haven't gotten to the part where um, Tom Hardy is introduced yet. Oh, okay. like I'm on first season yeah. type stuff. Oh, he's but, like episode one, season two. Yeah, so it's just such a great character. I'm almost there though. Was, it, was there. it Alfie? I can't remember. It's some Jewish name. All I know is that I don't, I don't know. this show is good, and I uh, yeah, I just love the accents and I love the drama, and I'm like, yes, give me more. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think they just actually released the their last series on Netflix. I think a couple of weeks ago. I need, I'm about to finish. I it, think or they're get still uploading it's episodes. Alfie Solomon's. Oh, is it every week? I think so. Oh, interesting. So Perhaps. my thing on this show, Solomon. I I watched I think up through season four, and they're doing season five right now. Mm. Yeah, or maybe I watched through season three, but one of them, like the ending, was perfect. Oh, and it could. I, it I don't want to go any oh. further. It's still good. It's still good. I've heard good things, but people are like, yeah, it's still good, but if you're comfortable with where it ended, stay there. And that's that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. So, valid. like, I want to watch it more of it, but I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to ruin it. It's, it's good. Yeah. I'm done. I I'm just done. I just got done chatting. Uh, I, I messaged the Always More Nerd crew, and I felt like everything that is on my list to watch has come out in the last three months, and it's been so hard to keep up. I just mm. finished Umbrella Academy. And I, how do you like it, dude? It was good. So good, right? <laughs> it was good. Um, and then you, of course, have like Westworld coming out. You have Peaky Blinders. Mm. You have Miss um, Marvel. All these things, and it's just it's a good it's a good time to be a fan. But man, it's, it's keeps you busy. It's yeah. a hard time to be a fan too, for yeah. sure. No, that makes sense. All right, let's go ahead and move into our next little section. I'm going to do an accent probably throughout the episode because of Peaky Blinders. That's besides the point. Um, do you usually say it with the music? I think we have it pre-recorded. Oh, pre-recorded. Things I learned from the internet. It does sound better with the effects. Oh, wow, that was right, kind of cool. Right, yeah. I felt like I was like in a movie. A little reverb and it goes a long way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Voice actor. <laughs> All <Shit>. right, so <laughs> things I learned from the internet, guys. This blew my mind and I... I don't want to make this a thing because I know that it is being made into a thing. Mm. But I'm going to ask you guys. You, you, you don't entertain it? I don't, know. <laughs> Look, Tim said this could be a fun debate, and I was like, there, there's no debate. This is not something to debate. <laughs> I learned on the internet that there are people 
who thinks swimming counts as bathing or taking a shower? Okay, like, now listen, 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 listen. There, don't there, don't be that guy. Don't, no, you, you're my best friend. There, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I am all pro-soap I, every time. Pro-soap? Who is anti-soap? Here's my point. Is I'm oh. saying there's a gray area. There's but, no gray area. Yeah, listen to me. By definition, bath mentions nothing about soap. That's all I'm saying. We, it's, the silence it's, is it's, so it's, loud. This is so gross. <laughs> it's better than nothing is all I'm saying. It's like if you have the option to, of I, course. No, I need you to use soap anytime you are planning to bathe, clean, shower, bath, whatever. If it's whatever. available, 1,000%. But my Not problem if it's available you go get it. You make it available. <laughs> my problem here lies in the fact that people think it's like like swimming, like being active and doing and like having fun is swim is is bathing yeah like it's oh, not. We, we went to the lake today so i don't need a shower no it's different we that's went, nasty we, we went in the pool today so i don't need, no 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 look and somebody pointed out on tiktok that th- this is a cultural difference between <laughs> people of color and palm colored people <laughs> <laughs> that the palm colored people are okay with this and black people are just like there i've seen at least six different TikToks where black people just kind of like lean in <laughs> and then they just shake their head and lean back out. Like, that's it. Like, see, that's the whole thing. I remember this used to be a debate a couple months ago on social media, like that, like when the, it originally popped up. So I'm kind of interested as to why it's coming back. Like, who, who did something? What did you do? Somebody gross did something. Why? <laughs> Somebody Why? gross did something. Like I'm not saying like we pull off a Shrek and like go bathe in the mud or something. I'm just saying like it's it's better than nothing if you don't have soap. No, but look, it's like different. Like look, if Tim, you're actively being like, oh, I need to color, wash my body. People of color will go to a swimming pool, swim, and then shower after that with a washcloth and soap. Yeah, because it's necessary. Getting all of that nastiness off of your body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you agree that having the nastiness on your body is necessary to get off, it, it right? Depend, it depends on the situation. So why That's would what I'm that saying. be considered bathing? There's no situation where that is considered bathing. It's not <laughs> sanitary. It's gross. Shower after you go to the pool. Shower before you get in the pool, and then That's actually after. you're supposed you know to what? do that. I'm, yes, I'm yeah. curious if ancient Romans had soap. Like that's why they have those outdoor showers at like all of these places. <laughs> ancient Romans in Pompeii did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? Soap was made out of lava initially. Oh, you <laughs> mother! Oh, Chris, put a dollar in the people jar. are dying. Chris, <laughs> not Dude. anymore. They're not. They're already dead. Oh no, we should move on. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, but don't be gross. Shower after you swim. Yes. Yes, please. I'm, I'm not advocating against it. I just want to make that clear here. <laughs> it's not the same. Look to wh- whoever is watching this: swimming and bathing, not the same thing. They if you're going equate. into a lake, a pool, a river, I don't care what, whatever body, body of water you're swimming in, shower afterwards. Mm. It does not count. You're nasty. <laughs> you're nasty. Oh man! All right, let's go ahead and move into our next segment of the day. This one we do not have recording for. No, so you're gonna say it. Yeah, so to be. What did I miss? Oh, mm. very good. This is the part. <laughs> what was that? That didn't sound it positive. Was, it, uh, was it a little off? It was a little. It was a smidgen off. Was it me or was it the sound? I don't know. I think it was a combination. Perhaps. I'm trying again. Yeah. What did I miss? Yeah. Much better. Okay. So it was me. I was early. It perhaps. Was Tim. Okay. Tim was a little early. You can just say it. It's okay. I don't think it was. It just felt off in the moment. Anyway, criticism. It, <laughs> Not like I do this whole show by myself or anything. Well. Oh. You don't. 
you do most of it by yourself, but not the whole thing. All right. <laughs> he needs our voices. <laughs> Otherwise, do. we are utterly useless. Otherwise, nobody would listen. Nope. <laughs> Just Tim true. talking to himself, running back and forth with <laughs> all, all three mics. He's like, well, I'll What do you know. think, Tim? <laughs> well, I don't actually, know. What do you think, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Just hear him in the background. <laughs> running from mic to mic. He's like knocking stuff over on the table as he's going. He's out of breath. <laughs> he's like, matter of fact, let's go to the next segment. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we like to present to you some news that you probably didn't hear about. And I'm starting, apparently. I kind of forgot. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Okay, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> so, shelters are getting very creative with dog names to help pets get adopted. I would Yay. be so good at this. <laughs> I, I know you would. I feel it in my bones. But basically, um, obviously, there's like a whole influx of dogs being in shelters recently in just like the last few years. We've noticed like shelters are getting overwhelmed with animals. Mm. And so places like Austin Pets Alive have been giving dogs unique and random names to pique the interest of potential adopters. So do we have like examples? Oh, we do. We do. We do. So one thing that they like to do is they like to do like themes, Mm. if that makes sense. Are you telling me like they go like from uh, like a franchise to franchise? No, more like thing and then things that relate to that thing. Okay. So like. This says, for instance, Crayon gave birth to a colorful litter. So there's one dog named like Atomic Tangerine, Cadet Blue, Antique Brass. And they do it because it's like dogs, when you're like at the shelter and you see a dog that's named like Steve, Steve or Buddy (laughs) or like Bella, like everybody knows a dog named Bella. But then you see a dog named like Tractor and you're going to be like, yeah, dude, (laughs) that's what I'm talking about. And so they'll even do things for like fruit salads. So it's like, oh, it's like a mom. And then there's like honeydew. And then there's like a, ma- a mango. And then there's kumquat in the litter. This is my cat, kumquat. <laughs> that's kind of cool. And that's also another thing. Um, cats, like cat people, love to name their cats the most random things. They do. I've seen some like awful apple cider vinegar names. and all of this stuff. Like I've seen some that are named like concrete when it's like a gray Laser cat. Laser face. Laser face. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, I just think that's really cool. I'm and, here for it. And there's, like, people, it's, like, all over the country. A lot of um, shelters are doing it. And most of the time when they get the dogs, it's from, like, kill shelters. Mm. So most of these dogs are about to be euthanized. And so they're like, ah, yeah, take the dogs and make them more appealing to adoptees. And I know. Um, can I volunteer at one of these places and just name the animals? Maybe. You can even try locally and see what happens. There you go. Because I've noticed that's a good rec- incentive. Yeah, I've noticed recently the Harker Heights one. I follow their Facebook page, and they have been taking the dogs out into like public places and being like giving them like little uh, vests mm. and being like, "I'm Aww. available for adoption." And they have like cute little bandanas on, and they get to interact with people, and people are like, "Ah!" They, they do that dogs. At, they do that at Austin Games. They'll they'll bring in a dog from a local shelter and they'll kind of really? show yeah. them off and yeah. everything. They, super they cute. put them on the big screen, and everybody goes to try to adopt that dog that day, and yeah. they're like, "Well, not this one, but we have." Of others. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Speaking yeah. of creative dog names, uh, my dad, who, as you guys know, Hondurans are not the most creative people. I didn't we're, know we're that. Just not, we're not. Our national dish is called comida típico, which is typical food. That's what we <laughs> call. It. That's what it translates to. We're not the most creative people. You Southern Americans. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so what? What my dad did when it came to his dogs, he's got one who is pirate. Nice. Um, which yeah, that's the most creative one. 
Pirate gave birth to a dog named Jake. <laughs> uh, he's got Shadow. He's okay, got I think I like that one though. Blackie, which Uh-oh. Shadow was the name of my dog before he moved to Honduras. Okay. So he just took the name. <laughs> he didn't give it like 2.0 or anything. Nope. <laughs> Blackie is, you can imagine, an all black dog. Yeah. No. And then he has one that he calls Noname. Noname? What does that mean? Noname. Noname. It doesn't mean anything. Uh-oh. It is literally no name. No That's no like people who name their dogs D-O-G. He's, people are like, no what, no is, no what is this dog's name? It doesn't have a name. No, no way. What's the dog's name? It does No name. I call None. it no name. None. No name. Dog. So anytime dog. somebody's like, oh, what's your dog's name now? He's like, oh, it's no name. And they're like, oh, that's, what is that, French? He's like, sure. Sure? <laughs> no name. That's cute. I love that. Fun. But yeah, go look at dogs at your local shelters and kitty cats and all of the animals if you are capable of adopting. Yes. If, if you're it, actually going to care for it, because it, right. it's not just like a fun little toy. Yes. And it's a lifelong commitment. Yes. For the dog. Their life. All their life. Very good. Tim, what you got? <laughs> All right. It's getting fishy in San Francisco as anchovies are reportedly <laughs> raining from the sky. Getting tired of your puns. <laughs> I deliberately try to pick my stories now I based on you do. Uh, I know you do. And I'm tired of it. I think it's because he's a dad. It really adds to it. It, it does. I also like to frustrate Chris as much as possible. Early in June, <laughs> a Reddit user, San Franny, posted about a dozen eight-inch... Uh, yeah, right. Uh, Eight-inch silver fish rained down from the sky onto their friend's roof and back deck in the San Francisco area. Probably closer to five inches, but going. Oh. Is that a, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, several other users commented. <laughs> Bad Chris. Another dollar. Bad I Chris. Shame. I didn't say anything. Bad. In a jar. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't have two dollars. Put it in the Millennium Falcon. That's what we'll do. Like, that, you got that's Venmo? <laughs> Just Venmo you a dollar every time. He's like, God damn it. Not again. All right. S- several other users commented with similar stories. One person even said they heard, quote, heard a whoosh sound behind me and heard a massive splat, quote, before seeing fish scattered on a nearby driveway. So according to Sam Moore at sfgate.com, quote, local fishers and researchers are blaming seabirds that because of an explosion in the anchovy population off the coast of the Bay Area now have more fish than they know what to do with. So these 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 birds. <laughs> so they're just like, we don't need this one. Let's just play with it. Like, that's what they're doing because they're taking them away from the water, going on the land, and just dropping them. Like, let's have fun with it. Let's just let's hit some people. Oh, wait, are these the? Oh no! Or what they're birds. Up. What birds are these? I would assume like gulls and stuff. Pelicans. Yeah, like gulls. the ones with the big throats. Pelicans. Pelicans. Okay, so you're telling me they're like, frick, we got too many birds. <laughs> we got too many fish. We got to scoop them all up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like trying to fly away and they're like vomiting (laughs) (laughs) these fish on these people's houses. Could you imagine being one of those sardines where you're like, oh no, we're we're about to get eaten. At least I'm here with my best friend Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Tim! (laughs) No! (laughs) Don't even get to die together. That's oh, so man. bad. So last thing to say, Jim Irvin, a retired laboratory analyst at San Jose's Environmental Services Department, wrote in June 11th blog post for UC Davis's uh, Otolith? Otolith, thank you, uh, Geochemistry and Fish Ecology Laboratory, Ooh, that's a mouthful, that, quote, the anchovy population just exploded in the South Lower SF Bay. The monthly totals in April and May were 29 and 52, respectively, the post says. The total number leaped to 2,600 oh. for the June 
trolls. Wow. Uh, this is the oh. second highest monthly okay, total Owen we've Wilson? ever seen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is insane to so, me. So uh, for you guys in San Francisco, watch your, uh, watch your heads. Wasn't there a story a while back of like, fish, fish being mating. taken yeah. up in like the evaporation of the ocean because it happened so fast at one point, and then it was literally raining fish in some town in, like, Finland or something like that? I have that. no idea, but that's, that'd be hilarious. How are they... Uh, what? It must be, like, really tiny fish. I, yeah. It was, like... It was some kind of explosion or something like that that, like, rapidly evaporated the water and then blew the fish into the air, and they just got caught on the currents oh. and got stuck in the clouds. So, obviously, stuck they, they the died clouds. up there. Like they were strong fish. Wind. I see what you're saying. Uh, but then, it like, it rained, and the fish came with the rain. It was just awful. Wow. I don't know where it happened. Google that. Sounds horrible. But it happened. <laughs> Poor fish. All right. Speaking of weird Poor science. <laughs> speaking of weird science. Uh, mine is, it happened actually earlier in May. You guys may have seen this on TikTok. Scientists discovered an ancient forest ah. inside of a giant sinkhole in China. Oh, cool. Yes, I think I did see Which this is insane ish. to think about. Like sinkholes all over the place happen. But this one was like massive. Yeah. Um, the was sinkhole, it like in a mountain or something? I truly don't know. Uh, we'll find out, though. I'll read through the notes. Uh, sinkhole, <laughs> the sinkhole was discovered by cave explorers outside Ping, Ping Yi's village in Lei County, South China's Wangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region. That is a mouthful. I don't know if I pronounced any of that correctly. I think I did, but I don't know for <laughs> sure. Uh, correct me if you speak Chinese. A time of explorer, sorry, a team of explorers descended into the pit on May 6, where they found ancient trees and other plant life. Sinkholes such as these are also known in Chinese as Tianqing or Heavenly Pit. Cool. Hmm. So, uh, uh, this one that they found was 630 feet deep. Whoa. Which means that it would hide the Washington Monument and then some. Whoa. Uh, the bottom of the pit holds an ancient forest spanning nearly three football fields in length. Again, Americans will measure in anything but the metric system. <laughs> right. Uh, with trees towering almost 130 feet high. Wow. That is insane to it think is. about. It's like, been there a minute. giant sinkhole that had time to grow 130 foot trees. I wonder how they're getting that without sunlight. Unless the sinkhole already it happened, and then there's just a oh they just discovered the oh, yeah, yeah. That's it, was, it, it wasn't it like a have, collapse. It may have been like a, a sunken hole oh, that was okay. still getting sunlight as it passed by, gotcha. and the trees grew. I don't know, gotcha. The but they're ancient trees, like they are prehistoric trees. So it's not even just like oh they were there from a regular forest and then just dropped. Like they're uh-huh. it's a growing sinkhole. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is one of thirty enormous sinkholes in the county. Uh, wow. Chen thirty, yeah. Chen Lisheng, <laughs> who guys. led the Guangxi cave expedition team, said the prehistoric trees at the bottom of the pit are almost 130 feet high, and there is dense brush on the forest floor that stands about shoulder wow. height. So, yeah, like, well, my shoulder height is different than somebody else's shoulder height. So, we're gonna need some clarification. <laughs> I mean, I would assume <laughs> the plants grow at different rates as well. So, your shoulder height would be one plant, and somebody else's shoulder height could be another. Well, they plant. didn't put that. They and say like, to. oh, this plant. It's, this it's an assumption they would five make foot that you four. understand it. This is becoming a common trend, by the way. Like, of, like us discovering this prehistoric, like, 
whether it's plants Bro, or, or microorganisms. Hollow theory is making a lot more sense. Did you, well, yeah. Did you guys see like this guy? Uh, this is a gold miner in Canada. I should have. This should have been my story. They discovered like this almost completely mummified, perfectly preserved woolly baby woolly mammoth. I Whoa. did see that. Yeah. Yes. Like it's got a skin. It's got. It was like it was like an eye. Like it was underground, but it was like frozen and everything. So it was preserved almost perfectly. And it's super. It's super weird to look at. It's. I mean, it's cool, but man, yeah. crazy. It's like those uh, the mammoths and the dinosaurs and stuff that they find like almost fully intact, but right. there's like food in the stomach, uh-huh. so you know what it ate. Yeah, like that's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It's intense. Science. Wow. They're using that stuff for cloning and Jurassic Park type stuff. So. Oh no. Oh no. I know. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, that concludes our. What did I miss? Bow. sorry i didn't know you were gonna do that no i didn't either he just kind of came to me anyways we will now be moving into a break and then we will come back with our main segment for today Woo! so excited Hello, hello. Welcome back to our main segment for the day. Friends, what are we talking about? Sports. Sports, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) The difference in enthusiasm. Look, I'm not. I showed up in an anime t-shirt today. Tim said, hey, wear a jersey if you've got one. I don't. (laughs) I don't have a single sports jersey. I've got a couple of like Red Sox t-shirts. Why don't you do that then? That's something. Because I had already left the house. But yeah, I don't have a single jersey yeah. that I would be comfortable wearing. I have a couple of them that were like the giveaway jerseys when you go to a game. Right. But it's like a 3XL, oh, and yeah. I'm obviously not a 3XL did, person. Didn't I give you one of those? You did. Yeah. It's a Nolan Ryan one. <laughs> you had a Pretty. Nolan Ryan jersey? I have. Uh, I don't I, care, I don't even know I don't who that is. a lot about sports, <laughs> but baseball, you don't. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Hello? Sorry. You don't even root for the Rangers. You don't have to root for the Rangers to root for the greats. Okay. Yeah. My favorite ball player is a Yankee. I'm a Red Sox fan. Yeah. I can't. Like it. it doesn't. You can't matter. argue facts. Okay. It's statistics. I feel like someone needs to come at you with the 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 hand signals. Like, look, <laughs> my dad was a Mets fan, born and raised in Manhattan all his life. You believe this? <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to do this because, like, one, we just need an easy episode to go right. through. But I, it, it quickly dawned on us that it's only one out of the three of us really is into sports. Is sports. And, uh, so this would be way fun. <laughs> yeah. We have no idea what we're talking about. Absolutely But we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Take a guess at who's into sports. I just want everyone listening to take a guess. Three, two, one. It's yes. <laughs> You're all wrong. It's actually Harley. It is. <laughs> I know everything there is to know. I invented sports, actually. <laughs> she invented sports. <laughs> back the, in, the back only in thing, my day. Look, the only thing I know about the invention of sports is that uh, Peregrine Took's great-great-grandfather yes, invented, invented golf, golf when he cut off a goblin's <laughs> head and it went sailing 50 yards into a gopher hole. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so first up we have here, we're just going to do a little brief thing, is sports that we have played. So, does is uh, Tim, oh, you yeah. know what? Actually, you go first. Me? Okay. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so this is with a context that um, I wasn't very good uh, <laughs> because I was asthmatic and also just wasn't talented. Um, Genetics was against you, actually. Uh, the whole time. <laughs> it's a whole Rudy situation going on, except worse. Wow. No. <laughs> um, so uh, what did I play? I played a lot of things. Uh, in, in most of the, I played soccer for about four or five years with different like city leagues and stuff. Um, I also played, I was in track and field. Uh, mm. I did long distance running, which I wasn't half bad at. Um, I did triple jump, which I was really bad at. I <laughs> did, uh, I did like T-ball. I did basketball for one season and that was horrible too. Uh, and I tried football and sucked at that. And yeah, I think that's it. Very cool. But soccer was my favorite one. Nice. It usually is for most kids. Yeah. Um, well, I was a cheerleader for three years. Hey. Uh, no, two-ish, two years in middle school. That was Middle school was like my prime time of sports. That was when I was like, oh, I want right. to do all the things. So I did cheerleading. I was cheer captain, if you can even believe hey, that. That's cool. Um, so that was a really fun time. Um, She's cheer captain. I was on the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> Little T-swizzle for you. <laughs> We stand Taylor Swift in this house. No, absolutely. Well, Jessica Swifties. loves her. Um, in seventh grade, I was on the dance team um, for like a moment. Oh, I forgot I did moment. that too. Oh, cool. I mean, it was church, but oh, it was definitely nah, athletic. I disregard. I'm just kidding. Doesn't count. <laughs> Doesn't count. I had asthma attacks. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus didn't heal you. It counted for me. Oh, oh dang. Jeez. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I'm on one today. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then I also did tennis for like a moment. And tennis was honestly my favorite because we'd even, it was me and Jayla. You, you know Jayla. Oh, yeah, Jayla. Um, we didn't even try to win. We just kind of were like fucked around on the on I just want to get on the bus and go places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard y'all stop at Whataburger for breakfast. I'm trying to go. I'm going. <laughs> I, can get, I can get out of school early. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. So that's literally, yeah, it was nothing um, of significance, I guess, for oh, me. Fair enough. But it was fun. Yeah. Good times. Fun. All right. Well, for me, um, I was born into a soccer family, yes. uh, being Honduran. My dad literally taught me to walk by putting a soccer ball in front of me mm. and making me kick it. Love it. That's how I learned to walk. So mm. I grew up playing soccer. I was pretty good at it. Um, my position was usually right striker, sometimes left striker. Doesn't really, really? matter. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm ambidextrous. Doesn't really matter. I'm ambidextrous with my feet. Like I, I have the same uh, power, left leg and right cool. leg, and the same ability to aim um i think we should test that theory we can do it later on i play goalkeeper so let's go let's do it i'll just stand and watch <laughs> <laughs> i'll be midfielder <laughs> that was a great home run Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, it's not it at all <laughs> um i he scored <laughs> Yeah, well, I also played tennis in high school. I remember that. I was that. pretty good at that. Got a couple of trophies and medals from that. Um, just my, casual. Yeah, just casual. Whatever. <laughs> Not super great. Not good enough yeah. to go to college for it, but it was good. I was good. As <laughs> I'm like in eighth grade. <laughs> look, look. I am moderately good at everything I do. I'm not great at anything <laughs> in particular, but I'm moderately good at Jack everything I trades, do. Jack of all trades, master of yeah. none. Is that what the saying is? Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none is still better than just a master of one. Yeah. Oh, that's the full saying. Take that, society. So I'm moderately good at everything I do, but not super great at anything. Yeah. Um, but those those are the sports <laughs> I played. I mean, obviously, like, little flag football, a um, couple of, like, city leagues, things like that. But 
Soccer and tennis is what I focused on. Soccer. Yeah. Nice. Dad tried to get me a golf. It didn't work out. I don't, I, have, I don't have the patience for it. I don't yeah. have the patience for mini golf. By, by, yeah. like, by like hole 11 on an 18 hole, I'm, I'm just, just like, how far can around. I get this ball? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bam! Now, I enjoy top golf. That's fun. But, I mean, but that's different. Like, it's basically bowling, but golf. Top golf is just drinking and smashing a ball as right. hard as you can. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I love Hope it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we should go to top golf. Yeah. After we go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, it's because we still need to go back, don't we? <laughs> we still have those gift cards from like a year, more than a year ago. Because so, it was Father's Day last year. Right. So the story was we went for Father's Day. Uh, our wives surprised, well, she, they, she surprised me. Jessica surprised me. Yeah. I don't know if it was a surprise surprised. for you. Uh, but we were there. Surprised. We had dinner. And then right before we get, get to go in the play, like everything shut down. Like the machines yeah. went down. It was like a crazy storm in Austin and they yeah. lost power. And when it came back Dude. on, like, nothing worked. Perfect. So they're just like, you know what? Um, we're just going to let you guys go. <laughs> Come back and spend your gift cards with us later. Yeah. And we're like, free food? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like everything shut down. That was nice. That was Jeez, good. dude. Should have got more drinks. Should have. For yeah. shame. Anyway, <clears throat> moving on. First up, um, we're going to discuss what our favorite sport is. Sports. A sport is Should, slash sports. Shouldn't be too hard. No, this one's easy. Mine's the easiest. So, okay, here's, I'm going three to one, and this is a new one for me, because I like exploring. I like learning new things, and this right. is one that probably very few Americans are even aware of. We get it, Tim. You're better than us. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's, it's It's called cricket. Hipster. And, and most people have probably seen it, right. but it's like this super, it, it developed like most uh, colonial sports, developed in England, and it's basically you have two people on the other side, and they're throwing a ball to try to. It's like baseball. It's essentially baseball, but you're not. You're not. You're trying to get them out by hitting like these things, which I'm not going to explain yet because we're going to play a game later, and you can get them out that way, mm. or they can hit get points by going rather back and forth. They run back and forth, or they can like hit it outside of the park, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, T20 cricket is one of my favorites. It's really fun. It's yeah. like baseball, but the only thing I know about cricket is that pitching is called bowling. Chris, stop. You got we're playing a game later. Oh, are we? Yes. Okay, <laughs> well, and you get a point too, Harley. Hey, bowling. <laughs> and then I also know that the phrase sticky wicket came from cricket. <laughs> I love that. All right. My next one is baseball. Um, and that's just because I like the environment of going to a baseball game. Mm. Uh, it's not like my favorite to watch on TV. But I think the environment of going to a baseball game is just, it's an American in a good way kind of thing. Um, especially going with like family and stuff. I think it's fun. Yeah, especially if a fist fight breaks out. It's yeah. just like the most American you can get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fist fight at a baseball game after a nice hot dog. Like, uh, yeah. can't beat it. No, genuinely. Peak, peak American. Uh, and then last uh, but not least, and that is soccer, um, which is, I mean, it's just soccer. It's fun. It's, it's, the, it's the world sport. Everyone in the world loves it. Um, it goes by different names, but it's it's at every level, both professional, collegiate. Um, kids like to play it, and it's simple, so that means everyone can play it. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot of money to play it. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to have a lot of funds to get it going in small communities. Yep. Um, so yeah, very good, Chris. Cool. So my favorite um, from one to three would be, and I I wrote this in order of playing, mm. because watching. S- Okay, so soccer would be number one. I love playing soccer. I love watching soccer. I love going to soccer games. Yeah. Um, but playing soccer is number one. Baseball Same. would be number two for me. Um, I don't 
really enjoy playing baseball too much, but I do love watching it. I always got put in like left field, so I always got a little action. Oh, I sucked. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. I suck. It happens. <laughs> I haven't played a whole lot of baseball, which is why I say that. Um, I love watching the games, though. I love going to games, and I watch them on TV. Like I like watching mm. baseball. Yeah. Um, and then tennis was my third because I did enjoy playing tennis, but I don't like watching tennis. Mm. So uh, soccer, baseball, and then tennis. Cool. Very good. And then mine is just baseball. Um, you can tell we're all Americans here. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because it was something that I recently got into, like a year or so ago, and I was just like obsessed with it. Oh my god! I thought you were subs- obsessed with players. I was. Same oh, don't, same difference. <laughs> same same difference. Same thing. Um, no, but actually, like once I learned how baseball like worked, I was like, wow. Yeah, it's pretty fun. This is pretty simple. Pretty pretty good stuff. Um, and then obviously, I I enjoy the. These would be my two that I enjoy watching. It'd be basketball and football mm. in that respective order. Interesting. Ba- basketball just goes faster for me, and you get lots of points and action. Right. And it's simple enough-ish. Yeah. Um, and then football is just a classic. Come on. You go to football games all the time in, like, high school and college and all that stuff. So I went to those because I was in the choir and I had to. Marching, or band. Marching band, yeah. Yeah. So it's just. Four years of going to those games. Oh, I remember. I, I didn't really enjoy being there. Yeah, I didn't care. Half the, half I, the time I enjoyed I would the stands, and then I would leave. Yes, the stands. The stands are the best part, and I think I enjoyed the student section mm-hmm. of going to like a football game. Yeah, just but, hanging out with your friends is yeah. more important. I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's really interesting that you say it that way because I—that's kind of the thing I, how I categorize my favorite sports because I like soccer for the constant action. You may not always get goals all the time but there's non-stop action for for 45 minutes at a time with a you know break in the middle you have non-stop moving mm-hmm. like there is no timeouts yeah. there is no like stopping the, the clock. ball is always going right and uh, but then for like baseball and cricket it's a lot more laid back and yeah. it's just a different type of environment where you go to a baseball or cricket game you're you're just sitting back and enjoying you can have conversations People with the birdie next to you yeah. whereas at a soccer game there's not a lot of conversing going on uh it's exciting and it's loud and Beers flying and stuff. Oh, that sounds fun. It I want to go to a soccer game. You should. You should go to Austin. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. All right. Next up, what what is our, who do we think are the best, but then also who are our favorite athletes? Mm. All right. So uh, here we go. Best athletes in the history of sports in general, in my opinion. Babe Ruth. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> the great Bambino. <laughs> Uh, Babe Ruth, definitely an amazing baseballer. Um, started off in the Red Sox, went to the Yankees. A lot of people think he was half black. Perhaps. I believe it. I mm. believe the theories. Check them out if you don't believe me, but we're not going to dive into that right now. Um, <laughs> secondly, Serena Williams. Yeah, she's she cool. is an amazing yeah, athlete. Incredible. Uh, her and her sister Venus, both amazing athletes. Yeah. So many title championships, medals, trophies. Like, you. You can't like my favorite. It was there was a a tennis player recently, a male tennis player mm-hmm. that won some kind of award, and they're like, "How's it feel to be the first person to win this award and our first American to win this award?" And he was like, "You know, I'm pretty sure Serena has like three of these." Uh. <laughs> and the lady was just like, Ooh. "So you know, Weird. top tier." Um, my two favorite athletes would be Jesse Owens, yeah, um, yes. from the. Berlin Olympics. Ah, mm. coolest. Classic. Just because of him as a person. Truthfully, I don't even know what event he was in. I know it was like track and field. I just don't know yeah. which uh, event he did. That's a good question. I think he did a sprint of some kind. But that that 
raised fist, the raised fist at the end. That, that right. Was, that was it. That was game over for me. And then Jim Thorpe, a Native oh, American yeah. footballer back in the day. And when I say footballer, I mean like American football, not worldwide football. Mm. Uh, but he was just like a a god among football players. Like somebody tried to steal his shoes one day. He found two mismatched shoes in the trash, played and won his game with those mismatched shoes. Dude. Yes. Like, this dude is insane. And <laughs> it wasn't just football. Like, he played all the sports, like football, track and field, soccer, basketball, whatever he could find. He played them, and he was amazing at mm. it. So that's always been really cool, just having a Native American yeah. uh, athlete to look up to. Heck yeah, dude. Cool beans. Um, so mine are going to be more Texas local because that's really all I know, and they are also going to be baseball players because, nah, duh. Um, <laughs> but these are going to be, like, my favorites-ish not like best athletes of all time because I'm obviously not that familiar with sports, so I don't know who's Same. the best. And that's okay. You're welcome at the table. Uh, uh, that's why all of mine are like... There's always more room at the table. Yeah. With the exception of Serena, they're all like old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned about them in history class, not PE or right. watching sports, you know? Um, so mine are Isaiah kind of for Leffa. He was recently on the Texas Rangers, and I think he just um, went to the Yankees. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a short stop oh my god i was in love with him oh my god um <laughs> that's besides the point uh next up we have joey gallo he was also on the rangers he just went to uh i don't know where he went i done forgot but um very sad to see that he got traded but he was super good for Is, isn't he at yankees too i maybe oh maybe sounds about right um but he was super good for a minute there while he was on the rangers mm. um and then towards the end he's <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Um, next up, we have Willie Calhoun. He is also on the Rangers. Um, I just, he's really good at what he does. Um, and I feel like he brings a certain je ne sais quoi to the team. Mm. Je ne sais quoi. Um, just, I don't know, just a great, um, what's the word? Energy, I guess, yeah, is the best yeah. term. Yeah. Um, and I just, he's constantly hitting home runs and I was like mm. ah, I love Willie that's my bestie yeah um and then I have Jose Altuve he's on the Houston Astros I think he's currently still on the Astros mm-hmm. um that one I know just incredible ah, man I don't even know what it is <laughs> like I swear the Astros always win because of him and it's insane to me he's a fast dude and yes he's a fast guy insane and as as much as I hate to admit it because you know Rangers Astros ah but like come on yeah. like he's a good player and then there's Carlos Correa, and he just recently also got traded. But he was at Astros, wasn't he? He was at he Astros. Was Astro. Yeah. And he's also incredible. I think like, he's with the Twins. Oh, yeah. Uh, Minnesota. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and he was just also incredible on the team. I know baseball. Yeah. It's the only sport. I know. Right. <laughs> um, and I think him and Altuve had very good um, teamwork. Mm. Like, yeah. They good. worked yeah. very, yes. They usually batted after one another, didn't yes. they? Yes, and they just worked very well together. And yeah. so that was awesome to see. Cool. cool. All right. So I want to start. Uh, I have a lot of names. So it's kind of a mix, mix, mish, mash of like favorites and also who I think are the best. Uh, I'll start with this one. Megan Rapinoe. She is a soccer player. Yes. And she's actually just got it or is or is about to get awarded the Medal of Freedom. Uh, she just helped the U.S. Women's National Team uh, get equal pay. 
for soccer uh, within cool. the Federation. So it was super cool. But she's also just a phenomenal player. And a phenomenal person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we lived through a legendary time when it comes to the Olympics. And that was through yeah. Michael Phelps. I mean, I w- he, 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 mm. oh, no. He was really good at what he did. Oh, but I don't know. But he smoked weed that one time. Oh, so. right. Of course. <laughs> we we got to throw For him out. For shame. Um, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Like, there's that whole controversial <clears throat> thing because he smoked marijuana. But it was, like, after the Olympics and after he had won, like, eight gold medals. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also, like, if marijuana could, is not an assisting drug. No. But even then, I'm like, okay, you're telling me that this athlete who has won, at that point, like, 15-something gold medals – that he smokes weed on the side and he can still do all this, even if it was that's something. helping you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't be mad. That's helping you. It's like what this this guy. He, he, he could do it. Like, if, even if you thought it was like rather a bad thing or like a, a drug enhancer, like, yeah, never mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've always been pro enhancement drugs in sports anyway, just to see where they can go. Yeah, like. <laughs> Oh, they're all experiments? Like, I would love to see, like, somebody punt a football to the moon. (laughs) Let's go. I want to see somebody pitching at 300 miles an hour. And I want to see somebody else dial in and hit that pitch. Right, yeah. That that would be great to me. I want to see, like, the cap of what humanity can do. Yeah. So, anyways, Michael Phelps, he was, I mean, the fact that we got to see that in action, he became the highest gold-winning medalist of all time, and that was super, super cool to see. Uh, next up, Gigi Buffon, or Gianluigi uh, Buffon. He is a, uh, an Italian goalkeeper who is a heck of a man. You should Google just to see him. Um, but he is a beautiful man and a very talented goalkeeper. He played for, for Juventus for a long time. He won the 2006 World Cup, um, and he just he was he's one of my favorite goalkeepers of all time. Next up, Erling Holland. He is a Norwegian striker, and he's currently one of my favorite players because he's just got like one of those fun personalities where he like loves his teammates and he right. loves what he does. Yeah. Those are always the best. Yeah, yeah. like he's like football is life kind of person. <laughs> like he's just a super fun person. Um, but yeah, Erling Holland, and he's just got traded to Manchester City, if I'm not mistaken. Next up, the legend Michael Jordan. Uh, he, I mean, I was top two after watching the documentary, um, uh, The Last Dance. It just kind of more cemented. And I took that personally. <laughs> Uh, it kind of cemented to me, like, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite basketball players. We could argue all day long who was the best, but I think Michael Jordan was, if anything, the legendary. You come to me when LeBron has six rings. <laughs> That's your only <laughs> argument? That's it's the only one I need, Sean. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, uh, Weston McKinney. He is a current U.S. national team player who also plays for Juventus. Uh, he is a uh, did I say midfielder. Uh, he is that. He's a really great player. He's a lot of fun. And every time he scores a goal, he does like this. Sorry, that's me. I was like, what is Who's phone? Uh, mm-hmm. he, he does this little signature. Everyone's got like signature moves when they score a goal. And he does like this Harry Potter wand thing. Oh, like, that's cute. It's some, super fun. And then, yeah, and then last but not least, I think is my favorite, not only my favorite soccer player of all time, but who I think is arguably the best soccer player of all time, and that is Lionel Messi. Uh, the dude is magic. Look, I know, I know I hear the debates with Cristiano Ronaldo. I, after he was played for Juventus, I kind of changed my attitude about him. I think Cristiano is the hardest working football player, uh, but I think Lionel Messi is just magic. He just... He, he is the most talented player without having – I mean, he works hard, but I don't think he has to work as hard. Mm. Um, but his stats and his goals and his run in 2011, 2012 with, like, 90-something goals in one season was just mind-boggling. And so, yeah. Very good. My athletes. 
Love to see it. All right. Um, well, then. I would just like to point out that uh, Pele was the best soccer player of all time. You can argue that. I, I don't think so. There's no argument, statistically. Oof. You want to go? His goal ratio is far greater than either Ronaldo or Messi. Okay, but are you counting the recreation games that he played while he was in Brazil? He scored 757 goals in uh, 831 appearances. But in like these super small leagues that had little... Look, I'm, three we're, time, we're, not, we're not getting three into this because I know, I know winner, the debate. Best I'm, player of all time. Oh my gosh. That's all I'm saying. We'll talk about it later, Chris. We'll talk about it later. Who is everyone's favorite teams? Um. So, in general, I, I root for location. Mm. So, I'm always a Texas fan. Fan, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what team is playing. If they're Texas, I'll root for them. So whether it's Houston Astros, Rangers, if it's sure. even hockey, like I'll go for the Dallas Stars mm-hmm. or whatever. So, but currently Austin FC, they're the closest to us and new, and they're fun and they're exciting. And right now they're number two in the entire league, which is insane. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're a ton. When we better. went, they were not. <laughs> no, last year they were like third last, I think. Um, and so yeah, this year they're really doing. Really cool. good. Yeah, they were the last in their region and the second or third from last yeah. in the league. Yep. And since I really started following soccer, um, it's been kind of hard because, like, obviously I don't live in Europe, so it's kind of like, who do I want to side with? And so for Italy, I go for Juventus. In Spain, I go for Barcelona. Um, and I usually follow certain players around, like Messi. He's at PSG right now. Uh, and in England, I go for Chelsea, but it's only because Christian Pulisic is there. Um, however, there are a few Americans that just moved to Leeds United, so I might root for them. Tyler's season. favorite team is Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, for me, I am look, I'm with Tim when it comes to Texas sports. Like I usually will root for like the Rangers, the Astros, or the Dallas Stars. I don't know much about hockey. Um, Austin FC is my favorite American soccer team. Yeah. But I am a Red Sox fan. So random. So to the random. day I die. Why? Why is that again? My granddad was a Red Sox fan. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh-huh. But, yeah. I I am a Red Sox fan, and I am not to the level of some of my friends who are also Red Sox fans, but I will fight for the Red Sox. Yeah. I have a friend who will throw down at the mention of the Red Sox. Um, I don't think she <laughs> listens to this podcast, but she live tweets every Red Sox game. Oh, my no gosh. Way. <laughs> so, like, anytime, like, April through October, you're like, all right, let's just – mute her Twitter <laughs> because you will see her try to fight grown men. She's literally five <laughs> feet tall and she will literally fight grown men over, over the Red Sox. Over the Red Sox. Wow. Yes. Dang. It's intense. I wish I had that kind of love for anything outside of my family. <laughs> but I am a Red Sox fan. Uh not to that degree, but Red Sox for sure. Yeah. Um now in outside of the US soccer my dad's uh, hometown, San Pedro Sula, in Honduras, has a team called Marathon. Mm. I went to one of their games when I was like five. Favorite soccer team ever since. Mm. Love them. Love them. It's a local team. They're in the Liga Nacional, Liga Nacional de Fútbol Profesional de Honduras. Nice. Honduran Professional Football League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know some Spanish. Yeah. I can tell some things. Professional? Yeah, I got, I got, I got, got that. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Um, and then for other sports, what I like to do is if somebody's like, hey, what's your favorite team for this sport? I will pick a random team. Oh, and stick absolutely. With, <laughs> I'll stick with them for that year, <laughs> which is insane because like three times I've done that for football. I've picked the Super Bowl winner. No, you didn't. And I have no info <laughs> on how football works or any of that stuff. The year the Buccaneers won, 
Um, and one year it was the Patriots, but they weren't expected to win that year. And then when the Packers won. Huh. Um, and actually when the Packers won was the year that I worked at Disney. So I got to see Aaron Rodgers. I think that's his name, Aaron Rodgers, at oh, yeah. Disney World. So it was cool. cool. Yeah, I like to do something along those lines, but it's more like every game. Every individual game. <laughs> so, like, I like the ones in the blue uniform. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the green costumes are pretty. <laughs> Every time. That's what I do, basically. Like, at the bar. Just like, who has the coolest costume? Yeah, like, who's got the and coolest costume? And people mascot? are like, they're not costumes, they're uniforms. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> Same difference. I was well, a theater kid. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from me? Um, I love the Texas Rangers. Uh, those are my babies, but that's just because that's who I got into for baseball. Right. I'm starting to branch out and, like, explore other teams. Red Sox. <laughs> and um for Boston <laughs> for Boston. Oh, no. Anyways, um I like the Astros just cuz you know Houston. Yeah. Um same thing with everybody else Texas teams I try to root for. Um and that's really it. I don't care. Yeah. About anything else. I used to I used to be into b- uh, basketball a little bit more, but with that sport like players change teams all the time. Yes. You can't really be, I mean, unless you're like doing local things, but like otherwise it's like, you can't really follow a team with like the certain players. Cause it changes every single, or even halfway through the season. It's like, yay, Tom Hardy. Wait, I thought you were in Houston. No way. You're in Brooklyn. And now you're, I, I can't even keep yeah. up anymore. Um, so yeah. There's just also like in every single sport, there's way too many teams for me to keep up with. So I'm just like, ah, every city out there. has. Yeah. A team. And so I, that is intimidating with like soccer because there's so many different leagues yeah. and it's different competitions. Mm-hmm. Oh, same with baseball. Like, same everything, yeah. all of it. Like you got the tired of this grandpa. Even even <laughs> in like different states or cities, like you've got two, like the New York Mets and the New York Yankees. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. So. so I just go for whatever feels right in the moment. As you should. Whatever you're vibing with. Yeah, whatever I'm vibing. I with. I feel like that's how life should go. I mm. agree. Now. Are we going to do this game? Yes, let's do, let's okay, do cool. it. We can do, do it real quick. We are going to... How do I explain this? So it's basically us guessing how the game works. Right. So each of us have a game that we have chosen, and we will ask the other hosts five... Or are we going to do three? Let's do five. We can do okay. five. I think if we go quickly... I don't think I can find five questions That's okay. Game. Uh, we'll, we'll do like three last. to five. Three to five. Um questions about that game and we have to guess what the answer is. We're giving like multiple choice yeah. options and we have to guess... And see how many points I guess we can rack up. Yes. Um, I'll keep track of the, the score. So, here. Tim yes. is doing cricket. I am doing pickleball. Yes. Chris is doing zorbing. Zorbing. Which I've never heard of in my entire Good. life. So, because that was going to be my first question. What is <laughs> it? <laughs> cool. So, let's go ahead and get into it. I think Tim really wants to go. So, we're going to get. Oh, like, okay. Yes. You're going first by default. All right. Chris, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, first question. How many defensive players are there on the field during play in a game of cricket? Six, 11, 15, or 17? 15? Was that an option? Six. Yes. 15. You say 15, you say six. Incorrect on both accounts. It's Frick. 11. It is 11. Frick. 11 players in the outfield. No points. Hate it at here. No points. Um, okay. No soup for you. No soup. Uh, how many innings are in a 10-20 game of cricket? Two, six, 12, or 20? A 10-20 game of cricket? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 20. Okay. I, I would say 20. You're both incorrect. It is Dang. two. What the freak? 
So the, in the way that baseball has like nine innings, yeah, like because they go back and forth, cricket only has two, but they like all the like all of one offensive team is in during the first, and then it swaps on the second, and that's how it mm-hmm. works. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we're doing really great so far. Uh, okay, here we go. This one's a little bit easier. What is the flat wooden object that is used to hit the ball? A, is it a bat, a cricket, a stick, or a pipistrello? A bat. Oh. Oh. A bat. What are my options again? Bat, cricket, stick, or pipistrello? Stick. A bat. The correct answer is Bat. Chris got a point. Yay. All right. I, I know want, things. I just didn't want to pick what Chris picked. Uh, it's a trick question. It's a tricky question. It's a bet. All right. Uh, number four. What is the name of the position of the athlete who throws the ball? Pitcher, thrower, bowler, or striker? Bowler. Ain't it? Isn't that what you said earlier? Bowler, yeah. Who throws the ball? Two bowler. points. Yay! Uh, one for Chris, one for Harley. All right. Last question. What structure pictured here, I'll show you in a second, as a structure made of three stakes called stumps driven to the ground with two cross pieces called bales set on grooves between each pair of them, left-centered and right-centered. What is this thing called? <gasps> Don't say it yet. Here are the yeah. options. You have a wicket, sticks, cricket, or a boundary. Wicket. It's a wicket. You're both correct. Yay! It is a wicket. Yeah. All right, congratulations. Nice. Chris, you have three points so far in this game. Harley, mm. you have one. Mm. Or two. Two, 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 two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm. You better run me my point, Timothy. <laughs> better run me them points, son. All right, so I'm assuming Chris is still gathering up his questions. Harley, you should go next. Okay, cool. So my game is pickleball. <clears throat> my first question is, what is a dead ball? First, when the server messes up the serve. Second, when any fault has occurred. C, uh, we're gonna do letters because that's what. That's what One I have. second. <laughs> C. <laughs> I have them here as like A B C D, and I was like, why am I doing that? Anyways, so C, disrupted play, or D, the ball fell apart. I'm gonna go with B. Whenever there's like an error. Okay. I'm gonna go with B too. You're both right. Yes. When any fault has occurred. All right. They're literally like, ah, stop the game, stop play, dead ball. Run it back, Turbo. Nice. Okay. Turbo. (laughs) (laughs) Second question. How many timeouts are allowed per game? Ooh. A, four, B, one, C, five, or D, two? I'm going to go with C. Two. You're going with C? Yeah. You're going with D? D? Chris is right. Only two timeouts allowed per game. Yeah. Darn. It's a pretty fast game, so that's probably why. Oh. Um, Third question. How long can a team serve for? A, until they score. B, until the other team has scored. Or C, until a fault has been called. Uh, you only did three, right? Mm-hmm. B, until the other team scores. Okay. I'm going to say C, until a fault occurs. Chris is right. Uh, You're really good at dang, this guessing dude. thing. I am not doing good. <laughs> Here's the secret. I'm actually a pickleball professional. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Number four. Who can score? A, either team. B, only the team serving. Either team. Either team. B, only the team serving. Really? Yeah, that's what sucks about pickleball. Ah. So that's like if they keep going and they don't make a fault, they can just score that on your game. ass the whole time. Ah. That game would just go on forever. Ever. Wow. Yeah. 
And so I think that's why there's only allowed two timeouts because it's like, oh, if you take this timeout, then we'll keep going longer. But then mm. it's also like pretty fast. So you're trying to like end the game already. Right. So last question. <clears throat> How many options are there for faults? So like the amount of faults yeah. in a game. And I put in parentheses minimum. So minimum. Like minimum allowed? Minimum to exist ever. Oh, okay. So there's even more than that. So A is minimum five, B minimum four, C minimum seven, or D minimum eight. C seven. I don't know. I was gonna say seven. It's five. Darn. So that means there's like at least five and then some huh. that can just occur. And so some of them are like um, oh, like, oh, like in like in one. Oh, I see what you're saying. Not like an entire game, but like in, in a in a. Uh, like an emotion in, in a no, 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 in like the entire game. Oh, I don't understand that. So, like, the amount of faults to exist. Let me let me go to some examples. Why wouldn't it, Why wouldn't there just be a maximum number? Because they just they just keep going. Like, they it, you can fault over the tiniest things is what I'm trying to say. So, like, there's at least five that are like the main ones, uh-huh. and then there's like others. Oh, okay, does that make sense? Ish, sort of. It was a, it was hard to come up with like a question to make sense on that so like one of the faults is if the player touches the net either with their paddle clothes or even like a part of their body and you kind of have to get close to the net Mm. to like get the ball back over to the other side yeah and so like that's like oh it's like a dumb little fault Mm. like and then oh switch now that it goes back to the other the other team um and then obviously like if it bounces twice, so it's kind of like tennis in the sense like if it bounces twice when the person serves Mm. on the other side of the court fault switch Next, okay. and then it's like if it gets out of bounds, or if the ball hits a person, like fault switch, and so it's very that's a lot, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, there's like a minimum of like five that are like, ah, can't do that, and then like there are other things that aren't listed here that are like, oh, can't do yeah. that, you can't do that. It's kind of like cricket, where there's actually like instead of like, like in baseball, there's only like two ways to get someone out by like right. striking them out or um, like catching it, and cricket, there's like 20 different ways to get yes. someone out. Interesting. Yes. So, like, the minimum, like, are there's, like, the five basic ones, and then there's, like, ah. Right. Oh, you stepped the wrong way when you were serving. You crossed (laughs) over the line or that kind of thing. It's a very confusing game, and you also have to call it each time you're about to serve. Mm. And the first first part. The first person to serve ever in the game is um, the second player on the team as well. Does that make sense? So it'll be like P2, serve one or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then you'll if you get a fault on that one, then it switches to the other team. Then they go. And then if they fault, the other player on their team gets to serve now. Uh. And then it, it just kind of goes in like an X. Oh, it's t- uh, Have you tried playing? Oh, yeah. It's so confusing. Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> you sound like you have a little bit of knowledge uh, on it. Yeah. It's a very difficult game. It was fun-ish, but it's like tennis, but like on crack. Interesting. Yeah. Chris, I'm ready for your questions. I'm, I need to. I need to All get right. five questions here to tie you. All right, so I will here, lose. Here's what we got. Here's what we got. <laughs> You're ahead of me, though. By two points. By one point. Question one: What is zorbing? No, it's got to be multiple choice. It is multiple. choice. Oh, okay. For the sake. All right. Is it? Is it a card game? Oh. Oh man. Is it? Do a, card games count as sports? They do. <gasps> mm. Is it <laughs> sorry? Is it a card game? Is it something involving two people and a ball? 
Is it something involving teams and a ball? I don't like this. Or is it a team card game? Team card game. Yeah, let's go with that one. Locking my answer. <laughs> Fuck, it's definitely just a card game. It actually involves two people in a ball. <laughs> well, I lost. <laughs> you can still tie. Oh. But but I, I can't win. But you guys lost. No, she can still Oh no, with these questions, you both lost. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> There's no way you know. Jerk. <laughs> There's no way you know. All right. Um, and I'll explain sorbing afterwards because I know you guys so have no idea. So it's two people in a ball. Is what you said. I don't like where we'll this see. is going. We'll see. What do you mean we'll see? It's Question two people two. balling cards. <laughs> Question two. How many balls are involved? Fuck. One, two, three, or four? Four. Four. Three. Thank you. Come again. It's two. <laughs> this is so much fun. I'm just like coming up with the most ridiculous I'm answers. winning a sports game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the most popular location for Zorbing? Is it a field? A mountain? A lake? <laughs> or the ocean? Oh, God. Ocean. Definitely a field. What did you do, Chris? <laughs> Because you're gonna be so mad. It's a mountain. Oh god! No! <laughs> the most ridiculous. Like some, is this like some de- uh, Tibetan game? Oh. Like that's only like known by five people in the mountains. No, and you're gonna be so mad when you realize what's going on. All right, what was the first year Zorbing was actually considered a sport? 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, <laughs> not even close. So we have. 1975, 1980, 1982, 1985. 85. 80. Yeah, it's 1980. Yay! Harley got one. Give her a point. Ooh. All right. What are you not allowed to wear while zorbing? Well, you're in the mountains, so let's take that into consideration. A helmet. Oh. Shoes. Mm. Jewelry. Or a seatbelt. Why would you wear a seatbelt, Chris? I'm going to say seatbelt because it's just the most outlandish. Unless you're just being Chris and you're just throwing random shit out there. Well, we don't know. What, you, what if you have to sit in something for this? That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's why I'm saying seatbelt. I'm going to say jewelry. Run Harley her point. Yes. It's jewelry. You're not you're just, allowed you're to wear just, jewelry. You're just being Chris. That's what this I am, is. 100%. <laughs> why do you need a seatbelt? He just threw something out don't there. Don't worry about it. I think you need a seatbelt. <laughs> What are Zorbs that leave your legs exposed? (laughs) What are Zorbs? One more time. What what are Zorbs called that leave your legs exposed? Are they monitors? Blankets? Shelves? Or seats? Is this from Futurama? No. What is this? Futurama? This is a real thing. And what's really going to bother you, Tim, is you've done it. I don't even remember the answers. I'm going to go with A. You can't leave your feet... Hold on. What are Zorbs that leave your legs exposed? Are they (laughs) monitors, blankets, shelves, or seats? Seats? Actually, Tim got this one. It's it's monitors. What the... All right. So because I know you're, you're so confused, Zorbing is the extreme sport... Of placing yourself in a giant inflatable hamster ball. <gasps> oh, oh, darn it. And 
doing one of a hundred things, but mostly it's rolling downhill. It's very popular in New Zealand, and you have done it. Remember at the summer camp where we did that? Yeah, yeah. Dude. That is Zorbing. Wow. So you you get into an inflatable ball that is also encased in another inflatable ball so that you're more secure and more safe. You can wear a seatbelt, so you strap in. There's two balls involved because it's one on the inside, one on the outside. Um, there's at least two I people because it's usually a race. So there, you got a race. Um, it was invented in the 1970s when hamster balls were invented, the ones for actual hamsters. Oh, so they had fucking but humans it became, too. It became a thing in the 80s. Yep. You made this extra and you're hard. Not, you're not allowed to wear jewelry. I should have come in here with like super extra <laughs> hard questions. You jerk. I totally What's crazy a is I missed the question thing. And I didn't know we had to have questions, so I did this while I was answering y'all's questions. Oh, my gosh. So, so just say you're I'm better just, than us. I will. I'm better than you. Wow. I'm better than all of you. Well, congratulations. I'm better than our listeners. With your six points, Chris. You defer. can't say that. They'll stop listening, Chris. They won't listen. They'll hate They won't listen in point. the first place. They'll hate listen at that point. All right. Well, God. I guess that concludes our... That's absorbing for you. <laughs> our sports does... This is not how I thought this was going to end. No. This is not going to go the way you think it that is. That didn't go the way you thought <laughs> it, it never does. does. Not when Chris is involved. All right, guys. We'll be back. Just give us a minute to recuperate. <laughs> <laughs> foot's caught in there. The dog's having a seizure. I've still got half a pie left. The old lady's freaking out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and we're back. Story time with Chris. <laughs> you know, that should be a segment. That could be a very interesting segment. You don't want segment. that segment. <laughs> Maybe don't I it. don't. So we ended our last uh, little, m- m- what am I trying to say? Section? Segment? Main. I was going to main. There we go. Main segment with... Um, a game with and me taking the title championship. We have in third place Timothy Lichty, mm. second place Harley Bean, and Chris is our reigning champion, I Ooh-hoo. suppose, with six points Yay. out of what was that 15 total? Because we, yeah, five. so we all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Hey man, talk, speak for yourself. I'm batting over 300. <laughs> I'm good. So oh, now man. we're going to move into some fan questions. Yeah. So this is where we answer your questions. And you can even ask some on our Always More hotline. Do it, guys. We haven't had one in a while. Yeah. We I can... think we've only had one. No, we've had a couple. Had a couple. Yeah, I think two. We have a couple. Um, our voicemail is 254-218-4042. Again. That is 254-218-4042. Or two. Very good. Woo! <laughs> so our first question of today comes from Shay Mueller, and they asked, thoughts on the new Google Owl Lamba? AI. AI Lamba. Oh, Lamba. Jesus. <laughs> what? AI Lamba? Yeah. Yeah. What? The, I don't even know what that is. It's a computer. Claiming to gain sentience. So Google created this AI that they've just been feeding information. Like, anytime you do one of those uh, prove you're not a robot things... They send that off to this AI. Well, it's so much more than that. And it, it, there's a lot more than that, yeah. But yeah. it's basically like the most advanced AI that they've told us about, anyway. Um, artificial intelligence is a scary thing, but Google's trying to do it intent, like with intense operation systems. Like they're doing everything with this thing. 
And recently, it claimed to have gained sentience, which means it is now a thinking for itself computer program. Hate it. Kill it. Yeah, so I I, I I remember there was a Google, I I think this is where they're getting this question from. Uh, Google suspended an engineer who contended that an AI chatbot the company developed had become sentient. Uh, I think that's what they're referencing. Mm -hmm. And so basically they're claiming that it's conscious now and they can think on its own. And nope. uh, Google's like, yeah, you're fired for saying that. And I'm like, why would what? you fire them? <laughs> yeah. It makes me a little well, nervous. I mean, partially <laughs> because like at that point you're proving if it isn't sentient that you don't know how sentience works and we don't need you on this program. <laughs> right. You're not as smart as we thought you were. Or, but if it is sentient, it's like, hey, you weren't supposed to tell anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. So it, it could go one way. I mean, I'm sure there's like in between middle grounds there, yeah. but those would be my two. Like it's one or the other. Either way, it doesn't make me feel good. No, no, <laughs> I, I say kill it with fire. I think, yeah, unplug get it, rid of stop it. it, turn it off. That's Skynet 101. Yep. <laughs> like there's not been one instance of an AI in uh, like science fiction or fantasy gaining sentience. And it being a good thing. Right. Isn't Elon Musk actually trying to come out with like some AI robots and everything? Oh. I know previously Elon Musk was like, hey, we don't need to do anything with AI. I don't know what his feelings are oh. now, but he used to like put no. money into programs to stop it. Yeah. Which is what I would do if I were a billionaire. Mm-hmm. It's well. like, hey, how much do you want for this program? $2 billion? Sure, take it. And then kill the program. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> AI is going to be the end of us. I'm telling you. Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So that ends that. Kill it with fire. Second question. Thank you, Shay. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea Solis, question mark? Solace. Solace. Uh, Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my apologies. These are all the questions from my friends on Facebook. (laughs) So Shay Mueller. Actually, um, we went to school with her in middle school. Shay Langworthy. She got married to... Oh, So she's Shay Mueller now. (laughs) Uh, Chelsea Solace, I worked with her at Men's Warehouse. Oh, very cool. And then um, Kira Liel is my lawyer. Oh. And Janelle's best and Janelle's friend. Janelle's best friend. Yeah. Oh, period. Cool. <laughs> um, so Chelsea asked, will world peace ever actually be attainable? And I say no. I don't think with the way we are now, I want to say it's possible, but people are selfish. Too greedy mm-hmm. too selfish too I, self-important you know you look at certain stats you look at violence records and you see that overall globally violence is going down you look at those kind of things where there is less and less war there's less violence overall not in certain countries not in certain areas but overall and you look at places like europe where you, you haven't actually had a huge conflict other than what's going on right now with ukraine you haven't had a European conflict since World War II, really, other than, well, I guess if you, if you count Vietnam and conflict in other, you know, puppet states, but other than that, it's not really, there hasn't been anything there, and I say that because you got places like, you know, Nazi Germany, that was obviously a huge thing, but at, since then, there hasn't really been anything big, so my reason why I say all that is I think it's plausible if we can adopt certain things that could keep uh, I don't want to use the word dictators, but keep fascism in play that keep um, certain social nets in place. I think it's possible, but there's going to have to be a lot of changes in certain countries like United States. And I think if we do attain world peace at any point in time, it will be a very temporary thing. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like five, ten years tops. That's it. Like if you can yeah. get to a point where 
there's not one country trying to invade another country. Nobody's at war with anybody. Um, obviously that, and that's still allowing for like individual homicides and right. like small shooting events, things like that. But like no country at war with another country. Um, some of those like ancient wars that have been going on for hundreds of years. Right. Um, if we can find a way to settle all of those, I think 10 years tops and it'll go right back to where we are. Yeah. I think, and I don't mean to start playing this card, but you know, religion obviously has a big part in hundred percent, hundred percent, you know, whether it's here in the United States, whether it's in Palestine, Israel, whether it's even in the middle East and Africa, especially it's really hard. That's why I said it's plausible because everything that we see in stats showed that there is less violence, less of those things happening, but there also has to be certain social safety nets that need to go into place in order for things to become more stable. And um, but, but it's a good point. Rich are not about providing those safety nets. Very true. Yeah. So. And just in general, people in power, like you've seen time and time again how that has not been feasible. And it's just... Yeah, people in power want to stay in power. But, yeah. but and to, it's also a matter of instilling fear, I think, is what keeps peace. Right. But to, peace. to, to that point, though, you, you have two really great examples of two different countries that had really horrible regimes. You had like East Germany... And you had USSR, and both fell. But since then, one has become what is today Russia, this oligarch and this powerful rich holding on to the wealth and everything. But then you have Germany, who, relatively speaking, is a peaceful nation and who has really great social um, settings and environment and it takes care of its citizens. And from there's not much. But you also have to keep in mind we have a huge military base there. That's for a reason. You yeah, know what we're I mean? allies with Germany. They're not scared of us. Well, that's an old one that's left over from World War II, though. But even then, people are still getting stationed there all the time. Right, because shit happens in East, Eastern Europe. And right, it's, more, it's more of a forward <laughs> but it was base. In, yeah. It was there because of World War II. Right, but what's your point? That, obviously, they're not going to act up if we're there. They're not scared of us. We're no, allies. no. That we know of. How do you know that? My point is they my point is they don't need to. Like their government is stable enough and like their citizens at, at this point in time anyways, they're pretty level. I, I would I would say that the French are a little bit more extreme than the Germans are. Um, but they they have a stable government where they vote like like Chris has said many times, like anything that we think is far right is no far left. Or, yeah, Any, far anything left. Anything that American politicians say is far leftist propaganda is like Centrist center there. At yeah, yeah. Like it's just the norm. Like they're but far, that's in most European they're countries. They're far right. Every other country but the U.S. Their far right politicians don't even debate what we're begging for. Like universal health care, that's not even a thing there. It's just accepted as a fact. Yeah. yeah. Here we're like, well, how will we pay for it? Who's gonna do it? Blah blah blah. And the Germans are like, well, I mean, everybody else has figured it out. Yeah. 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 So, and that's my point, and that's why there is, I think, a level of hope for for. The future, I guess, is that you do have Germany was a was a fascist state. You have Italy was a fascist state. You, you know, you have these places that were not too long ago these really horrible places, uh, and yet they've been able to, you know, from relatively speaking, you know, make a better turn for its country. So it's not impossible. I mean, true, but I think a lot of that came from the fact that there was a stronger presence, aka us, there hmm. to like ensure that these things would not happen again. And like uh, institutions like the U, the UN, and all of this, yeah, it's a good point, kind of stuff. But we are also falling apart, so I wonder <laughs> how that's going to happen, or how yeah, that will affect indeed. the rest of the world. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I would just assume those other countries take over military bases and make them their own. But you know, right. see, come, come on. Yeah. So anyway, 
Anyways, um, I don't know if it will be attainable in our lifetime, but maybe one day. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 Next up, is, you said Kyra? Kira. Kira. Kira asked, what reality show would you win for sure? Chris, yours All right, is so, so here's the deal. I used to think that I could do Ninja <laughs> Warrior. Oh, no. Until <laughs> I went on my last work trip. Uh, we went to Florida, and one of our events was a Ninja Warrior training camp. And I cannot do Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. Just bear that in mind. I tried it, failed. It was not as easy as I thought it was. Right. Um, that being said, I 100% think that I could win the show Naked and Afraid. And here's why. <laughs> because I have both been naked and I have been afraid. I've been witness to both of all those things. All my life. <laughs> I think I can do it <laughs> for a TV show. Basically, you, you, they drop you off. Yeah. You survive 21 days. You get a personal item. and You get a lot of money. No. I thought you that, got money no, when no, you... No, that's the insane thing about Naked and Afraid. There is no cash prize. Really? You just do it. <gasps> they compensate you for your time, which basically means they just pay you for the hours that you're there to make sure that, you know, you're not without some kind of income. No cash prize. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These people get dropped off. They get picked up 21 days later after being left in the wilderness with literally no clothing and one <laughs> personal item, which most people will take like a knife or a hatchet or a fire starter or something like that. And then that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> 21 days, you have to get from point A to point B, which is like on top of a mountain or the other side of a desert or to a different island from the one they dropped you off on, wherever they leave you. 21 days, you get there, they fly you in a helicopter back home. Sounds horrible. That's it. Yeah. That's it. No clothes, no food, nothing. No prize. You just, <laughs> cool, thanks. Just do it. Now go home. Chris. That's it. So I think I could do that. Um, another one would be alone. Which is a similar concept, uh, but you're not naked. And <laughs> the, the thing with that one is, like, they drop you off in the wilderness, and there's, like, 12 people, I think, that they drop you off with, and you have to survive longer than them in different spots. So, like, you have to go to your position. They give you, like, your camp area. They go to theirs, and then everybody else goes over there. They don't tell you, though, when people are dropping out. Mm. So you are literally just out there with just your thoughts. Wow. And I think after, like, the first three days of being alone with my thoughts, like, I'd be all right. <laughs> if I can make it three days in, I can make it the rest of the time. Mm. Um, but they – and they just come out and check on you every now and then. Like, hey, you still alive? Cool. All right, there's five people left. And then they leave. And then one day they just come and they're like, all right, you won. And you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I guess I win. I think that one is, like, half a million dollars. Oh. Um, so that one I could probably do. I know for a fact, though – Wipeout, I could do because that's basically just getting beat up by an obstacle course. Right. <laughs> and I'm wiry. I'm small. I'm wiry. I can, I can dodge the, the obstacles. Wiry. Uh, fear factor, I could absolutely do. Because I, think, I think I could join you with that one. It's mostly things that I've already done. Yeah. Where they're just like, hey, climb up the side of this building as high as you can. Okay. Yeah. Or, hey, eat this cockroach. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. But, like when it comes to food, I'm not. I, I'm kind of open to that. I'm like, yeah. you never. There's some cultures as, that view that as a delicacy. Look, as long as they say? don't put me underwater, if it's not like an underwater episode, I could win Fear Factor. Mm. Easy, I think. I thought Fear Factor was supposed to be based off of your fear. Well, no, they don't I, like. No, I, I don't think so. I don't Wasn't think there a like, show that it used to be like 
They would put you What's in a situation. What's your worst fear? Yeah, and they would put you mm. in there. I would be like, my worst fear is sitting comfortably on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. Eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched the Chappelle show, but there was a character, uh, I think Tyrone Biggums, who he went on Fear Factor as a crackhead. <laughs> And Joe Rogan was like, all right, to win, you got to eat this bull penis. <laughs> and everybody's like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. And he was like, those are some good bull penis, Joe Rogan. <laughs> and he just kept eating. <laughs> like, they finished. Like, he won the tournament. He was like, y'all going to finish that bull penis? <laughs> um, I could also do Big Brother. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. The reason I say Big Brother, uh, one, I would probably be good at all of those little mini games because mini games are fun. I yeah. love mini games. Mm. But I wouldn't. Like the the conniving and the backstabbing and stuff like that. It's the reason I didn't say Survivor because that's one hundred percent of the game. Big Brother, day one, I would gather snacks and food that I know would last. <laughs> I would wrap myself in a blanket and hide. I'm not going to win any immunity challenges. Obviously, I'm not going to win any of those smaller prizes. But they're also not going to vote me out because they're going to forget I was there. <laughs> Who is that guy? Who's the guy with like, the blanket? On, on the last day, I just like crashed through the ceiling, through the rafters, and like hit the ground. And be like, oh, hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, uh, I remember, I didn't stab you in the back, so vote for me to win. Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, you know, he's right. <laughs> I don't even know who that guy is, but he definitely didn't screw been me over. This whole time? Let's vote for him, and I could win. Nice. So I think those those would be my my reality Very shows. Cool. Um, I think I would do uh, Silent Library. What is that? Do you oh, remember? Oh, I remember that. It's like literally where you get like a group of friends or whatever and you go in this like library setting and you have to like do these like games or whatever and you each flip a card and the person gets like, there's like a, what is it? Like a check mark and like you're safe and there's a person who gets a skull and crossbones. And, and you they gotta have like, to do the challenge. They have to do the challenge. And so I've never heard of this. Half the time it's, it's like. so the, cool. I'll show you after this. It's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. I think I could do that. And like half the time you just have to be quiet. They have, they the have like, microphones that catch your sound levels, and if you hit a certain decibel, uh, you, like, you lose. You lose. You don't get, I don't think you get kicked out. Do you get kicked out? I can't if remember. If you lose a, so many amount. Okay, yeah. Uh, so you get, so like, times. you know. Strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> it's, like, it's just the funniest game ever. And, um, yeah, I think I could do that. Totally. Yeah, Interesting. It's challenges like like a tortilla slap. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you got to, like, not laugh or okay. something or like that. Oh, you know what? Like I have you, seen You got to, like, light something with a match while you're holding it in your no, butt is, cheeks is or something that, like that. Is that, like, an official game show? Or is it that was like a game show. It was. It was oh, on, okay. Uh, I thought it was, like, I think some, it was on I think MTV. It was on MTV. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was, like, random stuff on the internet. It okay, was, like, Silent Library. The best. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. They picked an Asian host to kind of, like, mimic... Iron Chef, but it was Silent <laughs> Library. I loved it. It was very Interesting. good. I think I would thrive with trivia stuff. I, I do generally well oh. with those kind of shows. Um, I think I could do Fear Factor only because, like, I'm not I'm not generally af- afraid of things. Like, I, if it's a cockroach, you know, it's one time I could potentially win a million yeah. dollars. I'll eat a cockroach for a million dollars. Right. Um, but, yeah. Like I said, man, I will sell out for way less than you think. <laughs> I eat a cockroach for $1,000. <laughs> He's like, you got five bucks? Hand it over. Yeah, <laughs> done. Significantly less. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anything that requires too much energy, I don't think I would survive that long. So any of the negative freight survivor, I don't think I, I would do so hot with. That's the thing, though. You just sit there. <laughs> That's yeah. it. You, oh, could, you could just you have sit to survive. <laughs> now, I did find out like after a few times, I'm actually a pretty good shot. So I could have done go- uh, good with that show, um, Top Shot. 
Uh, it's mm. basically just different rifles and guns and oh. target it's target practice, basically. You know, but, I think things like that, but then I remember these are people that have been training their entire lives. Like, yeah. I'm a pretty good shot, but these are people that, like, could throw a nickel in the air and hit it without looking. Well, it mm. wasn't that good level people on the show, but yeah, I, 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 I could hold my own is what I'm saying. I don't know if I would win, but I can get pretty far. Oh, I would also like to be on, like, British Baking Show or something. <gasps> Oh, I would suck, but yes, that would be fun. No, that's the point. That's the whole I would, point. I would own that show yeah. as a chef. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Scratch that. You're not a chef. Owner. I would be owned by that show as a chef. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. Oh, Very man. Good. Janelle could do it. Oh. oh, I would love to see her go. Man, that would I be I keep fun. trying to tell her. She needs to go to Chopped. Yes. Oh, dude, yeah. Get her, get Every time we watch like Chopped, a- they pull out that basket, and she's like, oh, immediately, I would do this, 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 and this. And it sounds so good. You know, Jessica's the same way when it comes to, like, um, oh, what is it? Uh, what are those older games? Um, mm-hmm. Not Jeopardy. But, uh, well, she's good at that, too. But uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. She's really. Dude, family Feud. I'd screw. I'd I'm good me- at Family Feud. I'd do, I'm it, I'd do good on Family I, Feud. I, I think too realistically. I'm like, no, there's no way that many people think that, and I, I would get it wrong. That's because uh. you have faith in people, Tim. No, I, know. I do not. <laughs> no, we'd That's be so why good. I'm so good at Family. That's like Feud. that um, recent one with Steve Harvey that went um, viral. He's like, "What would you like your girlfriend to do?" He's like, "Sit on my face." <laughs> He's like, "Sit on my face." You know what I'm talking yeah. about? That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And it went ding. And it was on the board. Yep. Like, people are wilding out here. But, yeah. No, I love Family Feud. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) That was today's episode. Very good. (laughs) I had fun with it. Yeah, Yeah, it was a fun one. What is... Anybody got any final thoughts? Mm. I have zero brain power left, I think. Um, It was a lot of conversing for me today. I would have a lot of fun on game shows, I think. Yeah. I didn't even think about, like, trivia game shows when she asked that question. So, I don't know. I would do okay at it. Like, I'm pretty good with, like, historical. Like, I do pretty good at Trivial Pursuit most, right. most of the time. You do. Um, pretty sure I won last time we played, but, you know, whatever. Let's go again, bro. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> are we ending the show? I think we are. Um, whoa. Did we say um at the same time? Um, I don't know. My brain is short-circuiting. All right, guys. Um, are we going to talk about Spotify or no? No, skip that one. S- stupid Spotify. But actually, do we get an ad from them? Let me not say stupid. No. Oh. I we, love Spotify. Anchor, Anchor is owned by Spotify. Oh, oh I, anyways. I use Spotify. Spotify. Okay, friends. Thank you all again for listening to our wonderful podcast. Um, be sure to subscribe, like, share, and leave five-star ratings on your favorite pot, pot, pot. podcast. Unless unless there's more stars, then give us oh give us all them. the stars, <laughs> and then the if you don't amount of stars, and if you don't like and us, if it's not don't stars, rate. if it's like hearts or something, give us the maximum amount of those. Oh yes, please, we love you. Thank you, so good. Come again, please. Um, <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook at Always More Pod. Yes, Tim. Where can you be found? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter and at TikTok at Timothy Lichty. That's L I E C H T Y. Chris. I'm on Instagram as at Captain underscore CT Ford. And on TikTok, I am Christopher.Lionheart. Very good. <laughs> and on Instagram, you can find me at what Harley W-U-T Harley. And on the clock app, HarleyBean.co. Yes. All right. I think that's all we got for today. Hope yeah. you enjoyed our sports fanatic sports. Sports. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all that jazz. And thank you for listening and being a part of this. And remember, there is always more than this. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts. 
you for listening to the Always More podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform of preference is. You can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Always More Pod. If you'd like to submit a question, you can ask us on any of our social media platforms, or you can leave us a voicemail at 254 218 If you'd like to feed into our caffeine addiction as well as support the podcast financially, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com forward slash alwaysmorepod. For further information and to contact us, you can email us at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com. How's that song go? I don't know what song is. No, it's a song. Ah, Chris. Tonight the music sings so loud. Are you serious? You serious right now? I wish that we could lose this crowd, baby, and you're mad at this way. No? Are you serious? I didn't want to say we could have been so good together. Are you, what? We could have been so good together. Oh, but when you sing it like that, it makes sense to you. Yeah. You that, that was, that's the line it took. Bag. No, that's just the line it took to, to like click in my head what it was. What song is it? We could have been so good together. Careless Whisper. God, Harley. Thank you. Just let off with uh, talking about smoking. George Michael would be very proud. <laughs>